Today's anecdotal experience podcast is sponsored by Muscle Milk. Muscle Milk will help your muscles get bigger after you work out, but you still have to work out. If you don't work out, and just drink it straight up, you will definitely get fat. It happened to a guy I know. He thought it tasted like a milkshake, and drank it all day. He looked terrible. Today on the Anecdotal Experience podcast, we have a friend of mine. They're all friends of mine. If they're not friends when they come in, they're friends by the time they've left. Jeremy Johnston. Jeremy Johnston talks about an aspect of his life that he hid for a long time from the people he loved. He didn't want them to know. He was afraid of what people would think about this truth, this part of him. Super cryptic. It's going to make a lot of sense when the podcast starts. Ten seconds in, we explain it. Um, Listen to Little Mushroom Podcast. That's his podcast. There's a video that's super funny, and it's super f***ed up. It's super gross, but it's one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Go to Little Mushroom's Facebook page. It's right there. So it's disturbing. So if you watch it, gonna it's gonna change your uh your temperament your your chi but i think for the better all right leave me an itunes review babes let's do this i don't know if it's really hiding as much as just not bringing it up i mean if it doesn't come up well explain okay explain your thing that you would describe as not bringing it up do you know what i'm saying what is this thing uh i mean i just i feel like a lot of people probably don't know that i have a daughter yeah and do you that it feels weirder now that i've known people for a long time to like bring it up because they're just gonna be like what the hell yeah how long are you messing with where did this come from so what type of relationships are these like how long have you known these people and at this point, you think, they should know I have a child and they have no idea. Uh, well, I mean, most of them are acquaintances. I feel like my closest friends know. Okay. But. Well, for instance, me. I had no idea. Yeah, I'm we're not, not good friends. Right, but I've known you for, <laughs> the thing is, we do, so we both do comedy together. We're friends. Yeah. Um, and I had no idea. I just figured you were a like single dude just out there doing comedy in the world. Well, I am a single dude out there doing comedy in the world. Yeah, but that's a huge part of your life to that I wouldn't know about. That's a thing that comes up is what I'm saying. Well, when I started, I did like really dumb jokes like uh like when I first showed up on the scene, I was doing some bits about it. I was like, I'm a single dad, party every other weekend. Woo. Yeah. And just like dumb stuff. But then, like, once people started to recognize me for, like, jokes I had, that was none of my material, and I never really talked about it again. And then yeah, it just kind of, like, never came up. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't... Why doesn't it... Do you avoid it in conversations with people? I don't avoid it. It's... I don't know. It's just Because you, like, you would never, to me, you would never say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go hang out with my daughter. Or, oh, the oh, other yeah. day, like, my daughter, or, like... People are like, what are you doing? I'm usually like, oh, something. Why? <laughs> That's it, dude. Because I feel weird to just bring it up then, like, and then they'll be like, what? You're so far Because I think the first it. time I told even, like, Seamer about it... Chris Seamer yeah, is your roommate. Like, okay. Yeah. He, like, knew, 
but he was like, oh, sorry. Yeah, I shouldn't. He's my roommate now, yeah. but we're friends. Yeah, He's yeah, a yeah. comic here. Like, I guess when I had first told him, he was really drunk, so he didn't remember. Right. And then one day I was just like, yeah, I'm going to hang out with my daughter. And he goes, what? Yeah. And I just go, my daughter. And he's like, what are you talking about? Do so you think like, you're doing you a serious? bit or something? Yeah. It sounds like a joke. It sounds like something coming from you. You And I just having no idea that you're a father saying, I'm going to go hang out with my daughter. It sounds just like you're making a dumb joke. Yeah. But you said it earnestly enough where he's he was like, this guy's actually going to hang out with no he thought it was a bit for did he really yeah for a hot minute there oh dude okay but that's that's what i mean so i'm like ah it's easier just not you don't want to have to explain it is that mainly it i guess and also uh having a kid at like 19 20 just makes me i don't know feel like it's uh, all right dig in dude what you are you ashamed of having a kid so early i'm not ashamed it's just like I look down on those people, so... But it's you. I just imagine, yeah. Well, I mean, you got your teen moms and all that. That stuff's, like, gross. Right. But it is you, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. But, so, there's part of you that sees these people, but they're... Do you see them as, like, different from you? You just happen to be in the circumstance? I look at those people as, like, trashy, and I'm not trashy. Right. You're just a guy. Like a normal dude. it's, It's a whole ego thing, I guess. I don't know what it is. Yeah. No, I mean, well, what, uh, yeah, that's interesting that you would cover that up, you know? And then do you feel now, do you feel like there's a sense of, I have to tell people who I really am? Because it keeps getting, does it make you anxious, this idea that people don't actually know that there's a part of my life they have no idea about, as you kind of, because it's not that big of a deal, but the longer you wait, yeah the bigger of a deal it becomes that's what's i dated a girl for a little while and she just talked about well she would joke about how much she hated kids like when we started so i just never brought it up but then the more we started hanging out i just liked hanging out i didn't know we were gonna like try to date right so the longer we hung out i wasn't bringing it up and then finally i was like now if i bring it up it's gonna be way too weird so i should i just keep and then i was like but eventually you're gonna have to and then at that point it's gonna be super awkward so you and just it's just like playing it. this game of like, yeah, what to do. Do I say it or just keep going? What's the right move? What do you think the right move in that situation was? If you, in hindsight, should have just said it right out the bat. Yeah. I, mean, I agree. Yeah. That, cause it, I think, did you meet her on the internet? Yeah. I think you should put it on Tinder. E, uh, Tinder and OkCupid. Okay oh, combo. Well, like we talked on one, but then we like, I think officially met through the other one. Okay. And you do, you do not put it on either profile. No, that's not, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you in my Are own Are you supposed opinion? to put it on there? I like, think I thought so. Tinder was for hookups. It's not like, hey, here's this kid. Dude, I don't know. I think it can be used for a lot of different things. I think. I also am self, I don't want to date someone who has a kid. You don't? No. You, Okay. You're maybe well, I, maybe one, but like more than that, no way. Why don't I you? Why? Because well, I don't. That's not the life I want. Like I like having one kid. That's like a cool kid, but like multiple kids, it's like ah. So you you have time enough in your life for one child to add more. It's just yeah, you don't want to do that. I can't handle that. Plus, 
It's weird, like, when you date someone else who has a kid. Because I dated one girl who had one kid, but then yeah. it was always like, you know, that kid gets treated better than your kid because oh. it's like they're more attached to the, and it's like awkward. So you really have to come together and say, we're a family and everyone's Yeah, and I don't want to do that either. <laughs> yeah, now I feel if you start dating a girl that has a child and you have a child, I feel like there's almost this immediate seriousness about the relationship. Because it's like, we look like a family. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to meet my kid. I don't, I don't want to, yeah, I don't want like a big family or anything. I, uh, I always said I was never going to get married and then knocked yeah. up my girlfriend when I was 19. So I was like, yeah, how did I uh, do the right thing? She actually dumped me. So it's really, yeah. How did that go when you knocked her out? What happened? Uh, her mom kicked her out of her house. And she lived with me and my mom for a little while. Was your and mom, mom about it? Yeah, she was cool. Yeah. Uh, and her mom was like, all right, you can move back in if you ditch Jeremy. And that's basically what happened. So. Oh, really? Yeah. But you had a child together. Yeah, I know. But her mom like hated me because she looked at me as the guy that did this to her daughter. Oh, you were the impregnator. Yeah. You're the deflowerer. Okay. Well, uh... How long it did? How long ago, or how long did it take for her to break up with you? How long were you together with a kid? Oh no, we broke up before she delivered the baby. So. Oh really? Yeah. No way. Yeah, because everybody was like, "It's just hormones, dude." And I was like, "I don't know anybody that's acted." Wait, it's just hormones. Oh, you mean like, like she would whole... come to her senses after she yeah, had yeah, the kid yeah. and come back around? Yeah, that whole thing. And I'm just like, but. I mean, honestly, this is how it was supposed to be all along. I couldn't, if I, if we'd stayed together, it would have been a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. Did you love her? No. No. You can say that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was 19. I didn't even know I don't anything. Know. I don't know anything now. I'm a giant man child. That's what I mean. I don't. Yeah. But do, can you look back and think, no, I really cared about the person or now are you just kind of like, yeah, some mother At the time, child. but after all this time I know her, I we're just so incompatible it's okay. ridiculous it's just a person that you happen to but she also me. has been married twice since and has actually another baby on the way now so uh, they have like a whole family she's married she's to a guy that thing. has like two other kids okay and they're all great and i get to pick up and hang out with my daughter and be like yeah a, i'm more like i'm probably more like a friend okay you're just kind of in the picture yeah do you do you like that relationship with your daughter yeah, I think it's awesome. Is it cool being a single dad without like a mom to be yeah. like have that dynamic with? Yeah, I think it's great. We have uh, a lot of fun together. Yeah. And she's got that whole family thing there if she wants it. It's just not what I want. Right. I guess. But it works for yeah. her and you. What you guys have going on. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make it known I'm not like one of those weird deadbeat dads. Like, yeah, I still like financially responsible. Do my responsibilities and take care of stuff, and you know. Yeah, you have a good relationship with your daughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old's your daughter? She's uh, just turned eleven. Has she seen any of your comedy? No. no. Well, okay. Why not? Why won't you? There's no will reason you... to. She's eleven. Yeah. Yeah. So you won't bring her out to meet? Has she met some of your, the people in the comedy circle that you're closest to? Has she met some of your closest friends? 
Uh, I don't think so. It's interesting, man. Not in comedy, but, I mean, friends, yeah, outside of comedy, for sure. Okay. But that's... What's interesting is the comedy world is like it seems to be the world where you kind of hide this part of your identity, you know? Well, how do you hang out with a kid around comics? I mean, I mean, you could bring her around. <laughs> do you know? It's just not an environment for maybe one time. Come to a show to see Dad do. First of all, most shows are eighteen and up. Are they? Could you yeah. take her to Go Bananas Comedy Club in Cincinnati, no. Ohio? No, you can't. You couldn't. Okay. So the time will probably come. When have you seen kids inside Go Bananas Comic? I have no idea. Some of those people look super young. You have to be 18? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 21 on Saturdays. Oh, really? Shit. Okay. Well, then at some point she probably will. Yeah. Okay. Now, yeah, I wanted to kind of talk about me for a second, Um, as always. Go for it. When you were telling me this... I relate. Did you ever straight up lie about having a kid? Did you ever say anything that was like, that's a lie? That's not true. Yeah. What'd you say? Nope. I don't know. Really? (laughs) Someone's like, oh, yeah. Do you ever. Did people ever ask you, like, yeah, dude, do you want kids at some point? And you're like, maybe. And then, (laughs) dude, you have a child. Did that happen much? Yeah. I mean, it's not. Because I don't want to start a whole conversation on the topic. Oh, yeah. It's got to be exhausting. I lie about stuff all the time. Not like pathologically, just like dumb stuff. Well, you just don't want to deal with something. There's like a conversation to be had if you tell the truth and you don't yeah. want to have the conversation. So you just say, oh, I'm just going to say something that will get yeah. out of this conversation. I lie about my age too, like all the time. And I don't know why. What What do you say? You're younger? Yeah. What do you say? How old are you? 31? 31. Yeah. This summer. Right. But I'll tell people like, oh, I'm 26 or I'm 25. Why do you do that? Because there's been multiple times that I've just uh, met a group of people at, on different like film projects or at work. Yeah. And I'll hang out with them and they'll be like, how old are you? And I'd be like, 28. And they're like laughing at me. And I'm just like, what? And they're like, we're like 22, dude. We thought you were like 23. Yeah. And then I'm just like, cool. I guess it's weird to be And then you older. just feel worse. Yeah. Yeah. So you think, I can avoid feeling bad if I just lie to these people. And I... Yeah, I feel like I was kind of like somewhat of a grown-up kid and like I wasn't like doing taxes at six or anything, but I was like the oldest in like a separated family. So I'd kind of have to take care of my youngest brother who was like two at the time. Yeah. And so like, yeah, once I got to be an adult, I just kind of wanted to like fucking party it up. Just be a child. Yeah. And then I ended up wasting most of my 20s and now I'm like. Like, I didn't start comedy till I was almost 28. So yeah. when people are like, oh, how old are you? I'm just like, ah, oh, 25. Because you feel Where'd all the time go? Yeah. And I feel like I'm still like 21 almost. It's. Yeah. I don't feel. I always thought 30 was like old dudes. Right. And now I'm past 30. You're 31. not. Yeah. You're. You've accomplished 31 years of age, but you want to behave like someone that's only accomplished 25 yeah and i feel like i think that's okay i i think anyone that says that like makes fun of your age you can just say like get fucked man this is my What's life also, people don't like i guess i like look young enough that people just yeah don't but expect who cares? me to be that old it's so the way I you dress because like always... you dress like you like comfortably yeah i'm the same way my mom's bought my clothes to like just this past year really 
I didn't care. Like, yeah, you just want to be comfortable. You have to wear clothes to like go outside, but yeah, that's not my priority. Like with money and stuff, I want to like yeah. spend it on other stuff. I don't know. Well, that'll do. And you have bangs too. Bangs will that'll make you look younger. It's uh, no, it's a good look. Don't push my hair face. <laughs> now I was gonna say, but that's interesting though. That you're kind of it's uh, it's shame. You know, you're ashamed yeah. of your age. You well, know? I grew up not caring what people think, and then I found this group of people I like, and then it's like all I do is care about what these people think of me for some reason. Re- who who are those people? I guess just like in the comedy community, it's like... What, are you afraid that they're going to shun you if they know the truth? No, it's just... When Anyone. you start out, it's so clicky to just even like... At least it was at Go Bananas, and it was like the cool kids, and you just like... It's like high school all over again, but like... So you this wanted time it's to like be... you feel like you're a part of it and you just need to like... Interesting. You don't want to do anything. I don't know. You wanted to present yourself in a way to get into the clique. And you were afraid saying I'm 31 and I have a child. People might be a little bit reluctant to say join our social circle. Yeah, yeah dude. Here, let's talk about me. Well, I did it to another... There was another comic that like started comedy when he was like 30 and he already had kids from like when he was younger and i was like this guy just seems like he's going through a midlife crisis at this point like dude that's why he's starting comedy and i'm like judging people you're judging someone in the exact same scenario i have the most neurotic mind and it's and i'm really introverted already so it's like yeah i don't know no dude and i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think that's wrong Cause just like you did that to that guy and you kind of prejudged him, people are going to do that to you. Yeah. So I think in some cases people will always say, be yourself, just tell everyone who you are and be honest. But people, people like, it's like a date. You got to kind of sneak in and let people think, let this person you're on a date with feel like they get to know you before you reveal certain things that might be red flags to people and maybe associate certain characteristics with you. Yeah. So I think, I don't know. I think dishonesty is not too bad. Also in the field we're in, uh, you know, to develop as an artist, you have to really kind of just be honest. Like every artist that I kind of admire. Yeah. Kind of puts their whole, there's openly honest about every aspect of their life almost. And so I just feel like that's the point I need to grow to if I want to get good is, you know, not feeling to shy away from like aspects of my life. Absolutely. Being completely transparent with your thoughts and feelings in your current situation. Yeah. That's when the good stuff comes out. The best stuff comes from honesty. I think so too. Vulnerability and honesty. If you can, because I, there's something weird about that. When someone says something on stage or just like in a social circle when they put something out there that's you know maybe makes them look like an idiot or is embarrassed should be embarrassing but if they just say something they're like this is how i feel i'm you know i'm uncomfortable around you guys or something like that they enlighten us to like what they're feeling in that moment maybe they're in a group of people having a conversation and they don't really know what to say so they're they're like say oh i'm i'm nervous around you guys i want you guys to like me so bad there's something about that honesty that's so endearing i like you you know yeah that sort of i'm not pretending to be anyone i'm just me uh and i want you to like me you know 
there's something like attractive about that you know yeah it's like i never got to the point where i cared what people think until i like really admired a lot of those people and then i was like oh interesting i really care what these people think about me for some reason and they mean they really probably shouldn't mean anything to me it's not like i mean i don't know so the people you admire you you want to make a good impression with well yeah don't no that's not weird at all no it's just funny it's funny to discuss that and i yeah okay here okay and my thing my thing is um i i lied or i would shy away kind of like you were talking about um with being a virgin for a very long time and i told ran on his podcast and i talked about it yeah but it it was something where i wanted to i wanted to make friends with these people okay and I wanted to be normal and I wanted to be, I didn't want to be seen as like a like crazy Christian guy or some sort of outcast. Like, cause those guys are annoying. Those guys are strange and they're weird people. And I get that. And I don't want to, I don't want those attributions cast on me. Cause they're like, Oh, that's that crazy weird virgin guy. I want people to know Joey, not the, so the stereotype of the virgin. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you I, would- what? It's basically like what you're presenting. You don't want them to see all the stuff going on behind yeah. the scenes sort of thing. Yeah. Or, yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, it's. I think it's more I want you to see everything going on behind the scenes. I don't want you to see this big banner that says virgin. Oh, okay. Like I'm covering up my real identity with this, you know, like banner that says here this is who i am this is this is who joey burtop is he's just another virgin you know just like the last one you met so i lied about it or i would just people would ask me you know because everyone wants to ask like dude are you getting laid or like what's that like are you gonna come over here there's gonna be chicks you can them and stuff and i have to like dodge around it you know yeah and it was it was hard, and eventually it got to the point, it didn't feel good, because eventually I was in. Like, you guys are my friends, right? So, I'm now I'm just, I have this group of friends who doesn't know, I'm very dishonest with myself about. Did you ever have that? Yeah, it's what I was going through with the, exactly with the whole comedy thing. I was like, man, I've known these people for like a few years now, and I haven't. Yeah. I feel like I'm hiding this from them now because they feel like they probably know me and they don't know this. Yeah. But also, I don't know how revealing this really is because I feel like once you tell a comic or two, it pro- they tell everybody everything. So. Yes, yeah, so you might as well do it on a podcast. So I feel like everybody already knows. They just haven't brought it up to me. And people that aren't in Cincinnati and like have no oh, idea yeah. of the comedy scene <laughs> and have no idea who you are. No. But I'm sure a couple of people I've told have gone and told many other people in the scene yeah if you, so if you don't say already, keep it a secret people yeah. will it's it's news it's interesting you know yeah no but i i know exactly what did what was that feeling because i had a good feeling when i finally kind of came clean because we were yeah. we were at another comics house and i told i basically uh ran barn club been on the podcast before yeah, yeah. was grilling me about my previous sexual experiences. It just got to the point where I was kind of so vague and so 
he was asking me like specific sexual acts that I had done or hadn't done. And I'm just trying to like pull stuff out of my ass to like try to, it was, was I was getting interrogated. So, and I'm, I'm making stuff up and I finally kind of lead him off the trail and move on to another subject. And then I was, and then I thought I've been so dishonest right now. I've been such like, this guy's my buddy and I've just (laughs) been lying to him. So I just told, I, like we had moved on in the conversation. And so the group we were with, I just said, Hey, I, one sec. I got something to say. I have to tell you guys this because I just lied a bunch and I feel like terrible because you're my friends. So I just told them there. And it was, to me, it, they didn't really care. It was, they were just like, oh, that's, thank you for just being honest. You know, they weren't mad or anything, but it felt so good to me that I had been hiding this for so long and it didn't feel good lying to your friends. Yeah, yeah. So then it was out there. It's just like, oh, I put it out there and now these people they still like me they still want to hang out and they appreciate me being honest with them it was such a relief you know yeah did you have that yeah i mean with everybody that i felt like i was hiding it from when i finally revealed it to them they're just like okay like nobody really gave a fuck and i'm like what i could say fuck right of course i said it again yeah uh i'm just like why was i so freaking out like this person was just gonna like desert me or something well i mean had you gotten deserted in the past because that that no, was my I think thing nobody's really deserted me in the past i think it's just well i mean other than parents but i mean like it's uh <laughs> i think it's just the way i project how how i think i would yeah see you it think from, you're, yeah. you're assuming everyone's just as shitty as you yeah i guess yeah i'm not shitty i'd but I mean, I guess like I overthink and I'm like, oh, well, you know, they got this life. They would probably look at you like, what the? F-? Right. I'm not gonna like, that's going to be the end of the relationship. Yeah. Once you come, I think your brain naturally assumes the, the worst possible scenario, you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I, I think I'd had that too. Cause I had been kind of not shunned, but treated like a, it's when you get treated like not a human, you get treated like a weirdo or something people will just make fun of you for being being a dad being a virgin whatever it is they'll just kind of put you in this box and they'll i don't know you lose your identity because then they just throw this on you and like oh you don't know anything about this oh look at you you're like you know you got you knocked up a girl when you were 19 and now you have this identity on you and people kind of ignore you and who you are and who you were before they knew that fact about you yeah yeah but then, it's like a label almost. Yeah. Yeah, it's a label. And instead of knowing you, they just know the label. Yeah. And all the other people that fall under that label. You know? Do you feel... Because the way I feel now, I feel like I can be more honest on stage too. You know? Yeah. That's what I like to open it up to. I don't really have bits about being a dad. But if I did have one, I want to feel open to being able to just do it yeah. without people comic science going like, what the hell? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want to be, you want to feel the freedom to say, I can do bits yeah. about being a single dad and it's not going to, I don't have to like, deal with ramifications of like people coming and saying, is that true? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. The truth will set you free. That really... I don't know. I really think that's the that's the moral of the story. The like 
exposing yourself and telling people who you really are. And because I think deep down we're good people. We're all like, you know, you're a good yeah, guy. Yeah. You told me that the other night. <laughs> and it was like, oh, cool. You I know? told you that I was a good guy the other night? Yeah, yeah. You were very insistent <laughs> on how like good of a guy you were. It was really weird. No, you told me, yeah, you told me you had a kid and you like hadn't told. And it was just funny to me because I'm like, yeah, you're you're still like a good person. <laughs> you know, you're still, I, you're the exact same guy. I just know a certain fact about you. But for some reason, we're, we think, oh, people are going to, people are going to have all they're they're gonna take everything they know about me our entire relationship that we've had before and they're gonna throw out everything they know about me and then put in this new idea of a single father you know yeah yeah. which isn't the case right right do you feel that way uh or do have you noticed someone ever do that to you where you're like oh that person treats me differently now that they know uh well (laughs) so I kind of like tried to rebuild a relationship with my dad when I became an adult. Yeah. And then I immediately into adulthood basically had a kid. So then he hated me again or whatever. Wait, what did you try to, where, where did you and your father, uh, like leave each other and then try to come back together? Uh, when I was, I guess when I was younger, he took like basically the mandatory minimum visitation because my mom like forced it on him. Okay. But he was always like getting drunk and passed out. So I'd have to take care of my brother and stuff. Right. And then so once I was like old enough that I could decide I didn't want to go there anymore. Cause he was never around anyway and he didn't really care. Yeah. He wasn't. I just kind of stopped going over. And then when I was an adult, we tried to like hang out and make up again. Yeah. <clears throat> then I had this kid and he was like down on me for that kind of like, shamed of me i guess and so then, really yeah and then finally like after was it like maybe two years we finally like try to make up and it's like oh i'm gonna bring her over and we're gonna hang out at his place yeah and then my younger brother shows up and goes i gotta tell you guys something my girlfriend's pregnant and then my dad just goes off on me and i'm like me why this you one, were like the two years example? ago yeah yeah he's like you guys treat getting women pregnant like it's an olympic sport and i was like i just did it one time dude and then it's like okay i just like got to this point and then my brother like ruined it for me and i'm just like oh this is like the worst dude your ever. dad i mean honestly your your brother may have ruined that but your dad is super judgmental man that's a character flaw on his part yeah, but he's... Uh, Do you want to have a relationship with your dad? I don't know. It's not really worth it, I guess. Like, we we see each other occasionally, but we're just not the same per. Like, we're not... We don't really get along. Okay, so you're just doing it because you feel like it's a thing a person yeah. shouldn't have? When he found out I was going to do stand-up, he was just like, what? Are you, what are you thinking? Like, you're going to make an idiot out of yourself up there. Really? And I'm just like, all right, dude, Jesus. What does he want for you? I don't know. I think it's just, uh, my mom tells me it's like a jealousy thing. Cause it's like stuff he wanted to do, but then he got this like corporate job and like, hate like he's probably upset with his life. That's why he drinks every day. And okay. Just, I feel bad. Like saying all stuff about my dad on here, but whatever. I don't man. know. It's just, this is your, not hear it, I guess, but yeah, no one listens to this thing. It's the worst. 
it's uh yeah so i guess most of my i guess most of that would come from that like just trying to always because he was like the cool dad like he left my mom for like a secretary and she was like 28 and like attractive. did you think that was cool at the time no well i mean he was never around i didn't notice he moved out to like three weeks after he had moved out Is he like, just the absentee he was anyway? just, yeah he was always out and then come home after we were already in bed and but yeah like when he was when we would have to go over and see him he like never gave a fuck like you could eat, drink, whatever you want, stay up as late as you want, watch whatever you want. Yeah. And so, and he was like, had the cool friends, all his friends were single dudes. And it was that's like, sad. That's it was like sad. a party, but it would suck. Cause I would have to like, my brother's like two years old and I'd have to like change his diapers and stuff. Really? And I'm so like, you were eight. dad at eight years old subbing in. Yeah. Dang. And then, well, you use the word cool to describe two things. You use the word cool to describe your dad leaving for the secretary. And then cool, like, single, like, dad's buddies being, you know, like, frat boys. Yeah. When when you saw this in your life, when you're changing your brother's dirty diaper at eight years old, are you seeing the behavior of your dad and saying, I never want to be this guy? This guy's a piece but now of I shit. feel like I am that guy. No, you're not. Except I like not at take all. care of my daughter like a lot better than he did. That's what I'm saying, though. You're <clears throat> you're doing the opposite of what your dad did. Yeah, but I'm a giant man child like him. But we're still two totally different. Like we don't, our personalities still don't get along at all. But man child though is I think way too harsh, man. I think there's you can you know you're a guy that likes to make videos and do stand-up comedy and wear cargo shorts. These aren't cargo oh, they are. You got a pair of cargo shorts. I know you do. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, so someone might see you and say, look at that man-child. Look at his bangs. Look at his earrings, you know? But it, that's your... That Those are the things you do, but your actual character is someone that looks after his daughter and actually takes care of her and supports her. Yeah. Even though someone might call you a man child based on the things I just mentioned. You're still a good, you're still a good dad. Well, yeah. Part-time dad. Yeah. But still, you know, you do your part, man. Yeah. You're a good person. Time. You're not, your yeah, exactly. No, but yeah, it's, uh, I don't know. It's like, no matter how shitty your dad is, like you still as a, a young boy, you like still like look up to him and you want his approval, even though it means nothing because you're like, I already feel like, oh, I'm better than this guy. And yet, why do I still like want him to just say like... Do you have that? Do you still have that? a little. Really? I don't know. It's you a st- weird, complicated thing. That is weird. So there's at no point in your life, do you think you'll ever not give a two shoes about your dad's opinion? I don't... Your- yeah, it's like I don't get why I care. Because like, I had this bit about inheriting his dick pics because he gave me an old phone. Yeah. That really, ha- he like gave me his old phone and it was full of just like creepy messages and pictures no of him just dicks. like harassing women. And I'm just like, oh my God, my dad is a monster. Why did I like, I don't but know. But you still care. You know, you know, he's a monster, but you still want him to say my, my son. I want him to look up to me. Him. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is. Like he doesn't approve of my lifestyle and I just want, I'm like, I shouldn't care about you approving my lifestyle. Your lifestyle is horrendous 
Yeah, do in you, a way. So do you want to be do you want to be successful with your own lifestyle? So as a as a uh, fuck you. Yeah, because is that I, it? Yeah, that's not even then looking up to your dad. That's just you saying not that. completely, but there's part of that in there. So there's there's some of that, and then also some of you made me change a dirty diaper when I was eight years yeah. old. I was, so I was fourteen. And I asked for a guitar for Christmas. Yeah. And he said, I'm not doing that. You have no talent for music. Oh, my god! And then my mom felt so bad. She bought me a guitar. And then I was in a band for a short time in high school. And my dad uh, found out and was like, you know, I always wanted to play guitar. You think you could teach me some chords? And I'm just like, you serious? Yeah. So it's like, it's like a weird thing where he's like a hater. But then it's like a part of him like is interested in that so that's why i guess he's like jealous i don't know he's immature man he's, yeah, a, he's a man he's a, yeah yeah but that's those are that's a, all right well then i want to talk about the two different like man child can mean two completely different things you know we're yeah, yeah, both yeah. man children dude we both we are not like grown-ups no you know we're people would see us and they'd be like oh those guys are you know 22 year olds probably doing living their life figuring out who they are but in reality we're living our lives but we happen to be older than most people that are doing the things we're doing but then there's man child as in this guy literally is at the maturity level of an adolescent yeah and never fully became empathetic and understanding that he's in a world with other people so i know it's semantics but at the same time don't get those two things confused. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just say man-child because I don't. I'm not ready to grow up yet. I'm not yeah. ready for that. What's growing up mean to you? Sacrifice, I guess. How so? Just like uh, I don't know. What do you see that being like? Literally, like having to buck buckle down and get like a real job and have all this stuff. Like I have jobs where I can pay off my bills and take care of my daughter and stuff but then I mean, what else not is like there work, though i have no future plan i don't have a 401k if i die there's no retirement fund or like savings for anybody to tap into i still you feel like it's your like paycheck to paycheck and i'm doing this comedy and making videos and podcasts and multimedia stuff and that's like it's so freeing because there's not a lot of hope that you'll ever make it but i have nothing to lose because I don't not it's not like I had a savings that I tapped into to do all this or anything it's just my life that I'm living now yeah but why do you okay so you enjoy your life man why do you desert why would you ever want to grow up until you're ready until you say oh it's time for the 401k I don't but the future's not guaranteed either but everybody I don't know it's just everybody gets on me all the time they're like you don't even have a 401k you don't have any kind of plan and it's like no I don't I don't I don't know anything about any of that stuff anyway Dude I've had so many people tell me about 401ks and like Roth IRAs and stuff Yeah and like you should invest in your vote and I'm, I'm just and I've talked about this before on the podcast but to me it's forcing me to think about 60 year old me 
Yeah. It's like, you can, when you're 60, you can buy a boat. I'm like, I don't care. I'm going to be 60. I'm going to be dead. My life is done. Let me just chill in the now and enjoy what I'm doing. If I want a boat when I'm 60. 60 is a whole other lifetime, man. It is. insane. 60-year-old me doesn't deserve shit, dude. Like, I don't care about 60-year-old me. And I probably won't even make it there. (laughs) If 60-year-old me wants a boat, 60-year-old me can go out, work, and buy a boat that he doesn't need you know yeah so i don't live the life you want to live now don't live for the future because you could get hit by a bus yeah it's not guaranteed yeah so dude you gotta live you gotta live your life one day at a time you know and you gotta do i think what you like responsibility wise as the good person you are what you even sorry yeah i'm just saying like what you owe anyone is you owe your daughter support and a relationship with her father and that's what you give her so i think whatever you owe anyone i think you give to do you have a five-year plan or anything even like that me yeah no me neither why people are like what are your goals and i'm like i don't know i'd like to do this and they're like but what's like your five-year plan for like doing this and i'm just like i don't know man i'm just kind of you can't doing what i do it. yeah you gotta i don't know it's good to have something i'm sure you have in some degree we both have plans to do things and what you know we both do stuff it gets done but yeah i think to look at your life otherwise you're looking forward you're not living in the now you never know what direction you could get taken in from something you do anyway yeah so it's weird to why bother planning yeah yeah i mean that's what it bothers people like wow my five-year plan i'm gonna go to i'm gonna go back to like grad school or something you're living you're living in the future you're foregoing the present and saying my life will begin in four years or however long it takes me to finish this grad school program then i will begin my life yeah and i think there's something to the human brain that is kind of a relief when you can say I got four years and then I can really begin life. But there's a, there's a local comic that has a bit about this, but it's exactly how I feel. I'm curious if you feel the same way. Okay. Like, uh, when you were younger, when you thought of like 28 year old, you, did you just assume like, I'll have a house and I'll have like this car and this stuff. And then you didn't even really think of like, what you had to do to like obtain all that. You just like kind of yeah, think when I'm older, I'm going to have that. Yeah. It just comes with the age. Yeah. And then like, I'll even think of like now I'll even think like next year, like all oh, the stuff will get done by next year. And then like next year comes around and it's already like, Oh yeah. It happened so fast that I did nothing. Not nothing, but like, yeah. You know what, man, we need to start making like some plans that way we can yeah. like set benchmarks for the next year and say, Hey, we made it. We made it to the goal. Well, I think so much can happen in a year and then a year passes by and I'm just like, I'm still nothing happened. Like, I don't know. That's why I don't like to think about the future because I get too like grandiose with it. Yes. And then it's, Oh man, you are totally right. I think that's so true. People do that and they think, Oh yeah. When I'm like, I'm 27. When I think, Oh, when I'm 29, I'll be this, that. And I'm like, yeah. no, you'll be Joey. You'll be <laughs> Joey doing the thing. How did Joey get here? How would he get there? How, what are the things in between you and 29-year-old Joey? 
you know, just work and a lot of stuff. There's just, you see yourself in the future rather than seeing yourself getting to that future that you're imagining. But that's, that's it though. That's the, I mean, my buddy kind of Dan Remington been on the podcast. He told me this one time, um, when he was getting married, he said, you have all these imaginations of like what it's going to be like when you're a husband, you know, when you have kids and then you think of yourself as a different person. But the reality is you just get to this point in your life and it's just you, but now you have a wife and you're the same person throughout your entire life. Just circumstances are happening like they always do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Same guy. You don't change when you get married. You're the same dude. Your life changes, but you're you're who you are, and that's okay. You know. Yeah. You like life, right? Oh yeah. You're not gonna like kill yourself, I like right? It sometimes. I'm I'm not gonna kill myself. That'll I don't be think I'm goal. going to. I'm too. Uh, I don't think I have the balls to do it. No, I don't. I feel like things are pretty good. I've, I've I don't know. I have a low tolerance for pain too. Oh yeah. No, I'm gonna. I haven't really thought about it. I've had, there've been times where I've thought, ah, what a relief it would be if I just died right now, you know? Yeah. But I'd go out some, some pussy way. I'd like OD and ruin all my organs. I'd go the way my great uncle did probably and just the carbon monoxide, the hose out the tailpipe thing in a closed garage. Apparently that's really peaceful. It sounds peaceful. You probably just kind of get like a good buzz going and then like slip off into the afterlife yeah i mean i can't imagine i just actually had a couple months ago his son my second cousin in florida shot himself in the face no way and that i know it happens in a split second but that is i can't imagine doing that but luckily he like tilted his head back too far and it went up through the bottom of his jaw out the front of his face so he missed his brain and everything and so now he's got his, his face. whole face. Is, yeah. And here's the thing. The dude's like had the life that we all thought we all wanted. He's the most yeah. successful person in the family. So I, as long as I'm loving what I'm doing, I'm going to keep doing it. I guess is. Dude, that's it, man. Don't, you can't look at someone else's circumstances and say, he's happy. He has found happiness because he will shoot himself in the face. You know, and then you you're here, and you're like, oh no, I'm, yeah. I've got a good day to live today. I like the like I like the day that I'm about to. He's go lucky through. too because guns are a split second. Yeah. Thing and suicide's not a split second decision. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's spooky, man. But yeah. Moral of the story is, if you wake up and you are excited for your day, and if you find points in your day where you're, you know, experiencing joy, and you're having fun, and you like it, don't change, you know? Until you're ready, until you want something different, then change, you know? What do you think of that? Me yeah, sum- summarizing your, your life. Yeah. Cool. Well, uh, yeah, you got anything to summarize, or anything to put a bow on it, dude? Can we just, can I ask you real quick about the other thing I lie about for some reason? Because I just. Absolutely. This is like the, 
the thing that I seem to just lie about all the time and I don't know why. All right, this is good. It's so dumb. Okay. When someone comes up to me and goes like, hey, have you seen that movie? And I'll just be like, yeah. Why do you do that? And then they'll be like, what was that scene? And I'll be like, oh, uh, I don't remember either. Man, it's been a while. Like, and Why? then they're like, and then they start to remember and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have no idea what I'm talking about. Why do you do Why this? do I do that? You know why you do that. It's the dumbest thing to lie about. You, what, I, I couldn't tell you. I've, you don't do that? I did. Okay, I can tell you, um, I've done that before. I've lied about, um, two things I've lied about. I've lied about seeing a movie. And it was the only reason being is because I wanted to impress someone when I was in middle school and I wanted them to think I'd seen the movie when I hadn't. Um, But I was just like an insecure kid that wanted to be liked. That was why. I've also lied. I've also made up stories. I've had ideas in my heads for things I've wanted to do. Um, Like a Halloween costume I wanted to do. And rather than that I never actually did, but I'll tell someone I did it because I want to be interesting. And it's a total lie. I'll do that. And the reason I do that is because I want to be an interesting person to other people. Yeah. So you tell me, why are you lying about what movies you I think you've that's seen? it. I think is it? I want, I think I'm still that insecure child. If you think of all the stuff that I lie about, it's so petty. No one's going to like gotta you more. It's got to like this weird insecurity thing. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I lie. Like I, I tell myself, get, yeah. just tell him no. You haven't seen the movie, or you, if you have seen the movie, like just tell the truth, and I'll still find myself getting caught in that trap again where I do it, and I'm like, why did I just do that? Now I got to walk through the rest of this conversation, pretending like sweat. I know what I'm talking about, and they're not going to grill me with any like question that I can't fake my way out of. Yeah, yeah, don't do that anymore, man. That's, <laughs> that sounds stressful. It's just so, uh, yeah. I think maybe you also... I just feel like I can't be the only one that does that. Probably. Do you have like an instance of a movie you pretended or... Is it usually a film or something like that? Or in, where you pretend to have seen yeah, it? Yeah, like a film. Especially if it's one that like... People would be like, what? You haven't seen this? So then I'll just Ooh. be like, yeah. But a lot of times I'll still just do it. Even if it's like... It'd be okay to just say, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, My actually... My brain, I don't I'm know a, what is going on, but... Dude, you're right. I've done that. You know what it is. If someone says something like, what's a movie that I haven't seen? Like, I haven't seen Scarface, which is like a classic. I know it's not yeah. a good movie, but it is a classic. So I'm like, you know when Scarface, when blah, 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 does the blah, blah, blah? I'll, I'll say, I have not seen that movie. I'll say, yeah. Yeah, I do. It's a lie. I yeah. haven't seen it, but I don't. I want them to think I'm the person. I'm the type of person that would have seen Scarface at one point. What's weird is I consider myself to be one of the most honest and loyal people. Honesty and loyalty are different, though. Yeah, but I mean, and then I just lie about the dumbest stuff. But like, yeah. if it came down to like anything big, I'm like, I feel like I'm one of the most trusted people. A lot of people know because I believe a lot in honesty especially in relationships and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just, you want to be liked. I guess that trumps honesty sometimes. I think so. I think it's a pretty benign way to be dishonest and it's a very easy way to be, you know, cause someone's like kind of trying to connect with you on something. So they'll say, Hey, have you, you know, in Scarface when blah, 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 
and rather than be like, no, nah, I don't I haven't seen it. And like cutting that yeah. off, you'd rather just say, just go with it, you know, and yeah. let this person say whatever they're going to say. Okay. Thanks for validating why I do that. I appreciate it. I'm not saying it's right. I'm saying <laughs> I do it too, though. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. But it comes from a good place, I think. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I think so. Yeah. Sometimes I'll like bring up a movie and I'm sure people are making it up that I, that they've seen it, but I appreciate them lying to me and letting me say the bullshit I have to say. I can honestly say that none of my lies have ever been malicious. So that's yeah. good. Yeah. I've never been, you're not deceitful. Yeah. Yeah. You just, just want to be interesting. I guess. That's fair. Still working on that part. Um, plug, uh, plug your stuff, man. Uh, I run a website called prescriptioncomedy.com. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can just type in prescription comedy on those. And we're in the middle of a five-week film challenge where we have eight teams competing. And they each have to make a film once a week for five weeks. And then we vote on a winner each week. And uh, we're in the midst of that. It just started. So check those out. Give us some views. And uh, I work on a podcast called Little Mushroom. Check that out. It's on iTunes, Stitcher. It's a scripted comedy podcast. Episodes are about 16 minutes long, so you can watch it. We got season two kicking off this winter. Um, So check out those first 10 episodes. Watch the video, uh, too. Yeah, there's also a cartoon pilot that's currently being made. There's one video up of that. So check all that stuff out, guys. I appreciate it. Do it. Man, that video is funny. Thank you. Um, that's mostly the credit goes to Alex for that. Alex Lee, it's been on the podcast. Yes. Listen Sorry, to his Alex podcast. Alright, man. Well, thanks a lot. This has been dope. Yeah, thanks, man. Alright, later. Bye. <laughs>